0: Bradalone's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 759, December 22nd, 2021, first day of spring for us 21sters. 53 degrees was the record high on this day in 1890, and uh, it was 20 below on this day in 1983. And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake. It's Garage Logic with Rookie on Production, Chris Revers, Director of Social Media, John Hyde in the Newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Souchere. In fact, between now and the end of the year, quite a few of the warm records were established in the 19th century. Are you going to do them all right now? Nope. Okay. But you'll hear them before the week's over. Okay, good. And I I have the uh, traditional Christmas card from the Lake Detective. Nice. He always decorates a a stalk of milfoil with uh, lights and ornaments. And he said, this is the 25th year of milfoil trees. All are different. Oh, I wish I would have saved them all. One word. Milfoil. Milfoil. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, see how the stalk of milfoil is decorated? Here, I'll hold it up for the guys. There we go. Yeah. is yep. that nice? I did that um, just for you, Ken. Thank you. Yep. I, I have to clean up some other notes Already from yesterday, smiling? too. Already <laughs> smiling. We heard from Doris Mold, our state smiling. fair animal wrangler. Happy spring. She, uh, I, I didn't catch this one yesterday. Uh, happy spring. Looking forward to gardening, lilacs, and more. It won't be long now. Working on fair plans. It is only 246 days, 17 oh, hours and Doris. 25 minutes away. <laughs> Merry Christmas and a happy new year to you and yours, the rest of the GL gang, and all the residents of Gumption County. All the best. Doris Mold, GL Animal, Wrangler. And uh, I think it's Joe Schneider sent me a, a piece, and all it said is, this is it. We made it. And he sends me the... Uh, the sunrise and sunset times for every day in uh, December. And uh, on yesterday, the uh, we had a eight hours forty nine minutes and thirty six seconds of daylight. Mm-hmm. That was it. That was the shortest. Today we have eight hours forty nine minutes and thirty nine seconds. Hey, progress! Three more seconds. That's fantastic. And uh, but Dale Kirsten, uh, I think, is giving 21st years the needle. He sent me something from mindfulness. And it says, if you choose not to find joy in the snow, you will have less joy in your life, but still the same amount of snow. But see, 21st years don't really worry about snow. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because we know it's not going to last. It's a, it's a... So
1: I have to ask a question, because I, I saw the forecast this morning, and we're going to have a brown Christmas do people really have an issue with that? Because I certainly don't. I personally do not. You yeah. guys?
2: No. I'm looking no. at 94 and White Bear Avenue. It's not brown from
1: my angle. No, but by, I'm sorry, by the time Christmas gets here. Because it's, I believe, supposed to be
0: in the 40s on Thursday. Oh, you'll see a little snow. That's,
3: that's correct. Yeah. we got to we'll help see this. we get a little uns- ton of
0: snow together. up here. Yeah. I don't know why it's worth reading this, uh, but we have to help a woman named Chris Swanson. When and where are you on? Hello, I remember listening to you on my way home from work. I survived 35 years in the St. Paul public school system and laughing all the way home with you. I have been retired now for many years, and I'm not on the road at the times I remember you were on. Could you tell me when and where are you on? 11.30 a.m., 8.30 a.m.? <laughs> I remember that you said the winter solstice was the first day of spring, and I have always celebrated as such. The memory is what prompted me to call... For more of Garage Logic, thanks so much, Chris. Chris, we're not on the radio. Right. This is a podcast. Right. Uh, someone will have, apparently. I will. Uh,
1: I'll, I'll, I will. I, I saw the email this morning. I will respond to her and let no, her know. No, you won't. Yes, no, I will. You're I absolutely one will. one day closer. No, you know. I will. Uh, I will respond to her. And that was, you know, when we first started doing the podcast back in September of 2018, that was a lot of fun the first, I would say, six months or so. Mm-hmm. Well, it was either, when are you on, as right. in what time? Right or how can I listen live and I would have to say every time well we're, we're a podcast now we are no longer a live broadcast.
0: And doesn't that stand for play on demand? Yes. Pod. Yes. See, you can we're not on at any given time. No. You can you can listen to us whenever you want to. Right. Show me your phone. Right. I have a sad note. Uh Tom Schneider from Iowa lets me know that uh we've lost a frequent emailer. Oh no. Uh, Mark Reed. Oh. Yeah. He was diagnosed with globus stomus and died december 21st he was a faithful member of the royal order of the 21st years hmm. well god bless him uh, oh that's too bad I, he was I, a good I, dude i read many of mark yeah. reed's emails many 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 now there's dale kirsten who said uh, reminded us of the joy in snow he also emailed me this morning and then we got emailing back and forth i think he's found something uncanny he wrote this morning, once again, something negative happens to the White House agenda and within hours we get bad COVID news. This time, Senator Manchin blocked the infrastructure bill and suddenly Omicron goes from 3% to 73% in a day. We now have data. Merry Christmas and good luck. So I emailed him back. Can you think of some of the other negatives? And he said, within hours of the Republican victory in Virginia, it was announced that all employers of 100 or more people must make sure all employees are vaccinated. Uh, after the Rittenhouse verdict was read, the administration announced that everyone can get a booster. There are probably many more, but these seem like clear attempts to redirect our attention. Uh, I don't think there's anything conspiratorial about that, but it is uncanny that uh, when uh, when the Biden team gets some bad news, uh, you you tend to get worse COVID news. Mm-hmm. And, and we are now. Uh, here, are <laughs> here are the headlines. Here are the headlines. On today's Drudge Report as we speak. Troops to help hospitals. Bill Gates. Worst part still to come. UK record cases. Germany. Fourth shot needed. VAC status could be tracked with microchip. Oh, boy. I don't do... Nobody's putting a chip in me. Yeah, I don't like... I'm that not story. doing a chip. I thought you guys...
1: Well... Hmm. Unless it's sour cream and onion. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's right. Joe, there
1: is an explanation for all that, and I'm just going to guess. direct it to the emailer. Uh, I believe I have this audio correct.
4: Well, let's start with this. Prices have gone
0: up. Yes, they have.
4: And families and individuals mm-hmm. are dealing with the realities of... of that bread costs more, The mm-hmm. gas costs
0: more. Right, mm-hmm. right.
4: And we have to understand what that
5: means.
0: What does that mean?
5: That's about the cost of living oh. going on.
0: Oh.
1: Oh. Makes good. total sense, yeah. doesn't it? That's uh, the meat conglomerate. The that's conglomerate right. That's right.
2: The yep. Big
0: meat. Which John in uh, Chris's <laughs> high school nickname. That's
1: right.
0: <laughs> John in Arizona said, you might want to mention that yesterday was the last 21 of the 21st year of the 21st century. Huh. Isn't that interesting?
1: That is interesting. I, I did not. I did not know that. You know what else today is? <laughs> and uh, I know you love it when I do this on the show. Um, today's date is a palindrome. Twelve
3: again.
2: Twelve
1: twenty-two, 22 twenty-one.
2: 21. Twenty twenty one. I, I gotta get a pen here. Hold on, 12, Chris. Joe. Joe don't go anywhere, Joe. One, two, two, right. two, two. Yeah, that's 12. You're right, Chris.
0: Twenty-two Where's the screeching thing? Where's give me the 21. screeching sound? Reavers, hit the screeching sound. I knew, I knew that was gonna Hit help. the screeching sound. No, no, uh-uh. It,
2: that would be twelve o two twenty two twenty one. 22 21. No, no. If
1: you just what? do the date, because oh, we always like to use see? two numbers, it's 12, 12 22, 21. 22 21. Oh, 21. You,
2: just you know, if you were 21. like right, right on a
3: check,
1: you know, it's 12 so, 22 20.
2: 2112 isn't that a rush album john
3: <laughs> it is actually
2: joe
0: we never <laughs> knew what a 21st year was until we started listening to gl come to find out we are members of this royal order we uh, we like longer daylight hours and look forward to the solstice every year we winter in orange beach alabama and on the winter solstice we have exactly one hour and 30 minutes more daylight than if we were back home in st cloud More sun, more vitamin D, and of course, warmer temps, and we get the podcast every day. What's not to like about heading south for a few weeks to escape the dark and cold? Conversely, on the summer solstice in June, St. Cloud has about an hour and 30 minutes more daylight than Orange Beach, Alabama. Hmm. Another thing to like about being down here, while there are some pretty tall condos on the beach, they have not yet attracted any euphorians, Connie and Doug Thompson. All
1: right. Man, I bet. I bet Orange Beach, Alabama, that'd be beautiful this time of the year.
0: <laughs> well, we're going to find out. We're going to probably drive right through it. We had a lady. <laughs> according, to my, to the window.
2: according to my records, tomorrow will be zero minutes longer than today in my town.
0: Yeah, but it's going to be seconds longer, not, not minutes. It'll be seconds longer.
2: It's six seconds edition. Eight day, hours, right? 42 minutes today. Eight hours, 42 minutes tomorrow. Well,
0: you, I don't. yeah. 12, to 12 to second, 22, 21. Do you recall the librarian, and who uh, was seeking some garage wood i do to help her uh, library Mm -hmm. sure Uh, and she writes apparently i missed some important details in my request that i aired (laughs) yesterday how about this i'm a substitute library media specialist in district 112 in this position for about six weeks i have no access to budgets for the time i'm here the full-time person in this position had mentioned she she started acquiring some two-by-fours but hasn't had the means to continue I think it would be a lovely surprise when she returns to have as many of our books backed with blocks of wood as possible.
1: That's, sorry to interrupt. That, that's our school district. Okay, good. Have Cheska. T- yeah, east, it's Eastern Carver County. Well, oh, uh,
2: Joe, that's important because there's GLers out there that can handle this, and I, I, I'm, I'm trying, under the belief that you don't need a two by four. I'm trying to finish the. I'm trying to
5: finish
0: yeah, the email. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. After talking to our building's woodshop well, teacher, up. we figured that in addition to two by fours, we could also use one by fours or four inch pallet wood. We could rip boards from six inch pallets down to uh. four inch in the woodshop. Uh. The school has a belt sander we can use to clean up boards that might need a little love. Anyone interested in helping out can email me, email me at garagewood at gmail.com. No way. Yeah. Well, she must have <laughs> huh. created that, huh? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. GL Garage Wood. At gmail.com. GL Garage at gmail.com. Thank you for airing my request. I really appreciate it. Well, if GLers want to help out Ann Karstens with a variety of uh, uh, scrap wood. Will
1: you read the part about which, which
0: uh, her description
1: and which school it might be? Because I actually a, might be able to help her myself personally.
0: She's a substitute library media specialist in District 112. Okay. I think I know which school it is. And then her email address, if you wish to contribute some wood to this library project, glgaragewood, one word, glgaragewood at gmail.com. Very cool.
2: Uh, Have you ever tried to tear apart a pallet? Those things are stubborn. Yeah, they they are. uh, They are. Boy, I will actually get in touch with her. It's like
0: splitting elm on a summer's day. Don't try it. From the front page of today's Star Tribune, Virus brings U.S. population growth to near standstill. Oh, no. U.S. population growth dipped to its lowest rate since the nation's founding. Really? During the first year of the pandemic, as the coronavirus curtailed immigration, delayed pregnancies, and killed hundreds of thousands of U.S. residents, according to figures released Tuesday, the United States grew by only 0.1% with an additional... 392,665 added to the U.S. population from July 2020 to July 2021, bringing the nation's count to 331.8 million people, according to population estimates released by the U.S. Census Bureau. Minnesota's population also stalled with a net gain of 225 people. Are you kidding me? Why is this bad? I, 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 I will explain why in a moment. All right. Uh, well, first of all, for a culture to succeed, you must replicate yourself. Yeah, keep reading. Explain later. All right. Minnesota's population also stalled with a net gain of 225 people between July 2020 and June 2021, far below the, st- the state's typical annual growth of 30,000 to 40,000. Holy cow. Wow. That is a big drop. Wow. The U.S. has been experiencing slow population growth for years, but the pandemic has exacerbated that trend. This past year was the first time since 1937 that the nation's population grew by fewer than a million people. I was expecting low growth, but nothing this low, said William Frey, senior fellow at the Brookings Institute. Uh, at at the Brookings Institution's Metropolitan Policy Program, Brookings Metro. It tells us that this pandemic has had a huge impact on us in all kinds of ways and now demography. And Susan Brower, Minnesota state demographer, echoed those comments, noting that there were multiple factors slowing the state's population growth. A substantial increase in deaths combined with an unexpected drop in births. Curtailed what is typically the state's key driver of growth, Brower said. At the same time, the state recorded a negative migration rate, meaning that the number of people who left the state exceeded the number who came in. Hmm. Now you wonder why this is bad. Uh, I I don't know if bad is the word, uh, but I find it alarming. If I may go down a deep, dark. Black helicopter rabbit hole. I wish you would. Mysterians don't like people. And this is playing right into their hands. Mysterians don't like people. Mm-hmm. The, look, at the way, look at the way the coastal elites regard the rest of us. They don't like people. They don't. And this pandemic, however intentionally or unintentionally, has been a perfect card for them to play in terms of reducing population. I, the, the, maybe the fear is so great that uh, people aren't getting together, if you know what I mean. Um, I would have assumed the opposite would have happened.
2: Uh, uh, a la baby boomer generation
0: oh you're looking uh you're you're applying the uh the New York blackout theory back in what 1965 yes. there was a yeah. giant birth boom <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah but- so
2: I think it's the um option B crowd they' there you remember uh you have the uh, opportunity to spend uh covert lockup in B
1: yeah, yeah, but I also know Kenny that there was a significant drop <laughs> in you know dating, online date, all, all sorts of stuff because people just basically stayed home and were alone. Do you know what I'm saying? I think that was a big part of it too.
0: Yeah. Well, I was reading something earlier today that Kelsey had sent me, and uh, and I'm not going to give it uh, time on the show, but it's a it's a letter that an Archbishop. Vagano wrote to the, he was a papal nuncio to the from the Vatican to the United states he 's considered a wildcatter uh, to say the least but in his Christmas letter, there was a uh, a segment of it where he uh, laments the idea of uh, people not having children and and then just independently of that, I turn to the front page. Of the paper today, and virus brings U.S. population growth to near standstill. I, I just found that uh, I- ironic, perhaps, that I, I read from this uh, wildcat uh, bishop uh, and then to see it uh, playing out here with uh, census statistics. And uh, I don't know if it's bad or good or, or, or what to say about it, but I find it... Uh, I find here's what I would say about it. There's more to it than I can understand. There's more to the slowing of the growth in population than I'm ready to uh to attribute to any one thing. Okay. But uh you, you could go long long ways down dark corridors
2: talking about this. Well, who be- you obviously brought this up for a reason. I mean, and you must care about it. Um who benefits from slower population group? What, what group of people, what country, what society?
3: Who oh, wouldn't benefits?
0: It, wouldn't it stand to reason that the financial elite benefit from it? Because more and more of their money would not be required of them? I don't understand that. Well, uh, Elon Musk just had to write a check to the IRS for $10 billion for his taxes and I would imagine if there were fewer people on earth or in the country, his tax bill would not have been that high. I think his problem
1: is more with the Democratic
0: Party than it mm-hmm. is with the, the population, isn't
1: it? Well, and, and not not to mention, I mean, you've, you've harped on this for however many years. If there's If there's fewer people, we know damn well taxes aren't going down ever. Hold on. I just figured something out.
2: You three are all Catholics, aren't you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, well, there it is right there. <laughs> I mean, you all come from large families. You can't stop knocking boots. I mean, it's just <laughs> in, through your 40s, you're banging away like construction workers. Uh, we don't workers. know that. <laughs> now I get it. Oh.
0: I don't get it. Uh, maybe I'm completely wrong in attempting to assign some deeper meaning to the loss of population.
1: But Kenny did go down an interesting road because look at uh, so my family, for instance. My dad, he was a farming kid. He was the oldest of six. Yeah. I'm the oldest of four, and uh, I have two, and we're not planning on having any more kids. I think the roommate is 11, if I, if I remember right right in, in wow. siblings brothers because people sisters. are having are having smaller families what do you they...
0: mean if you remember right you don't know how many brothers and sisters your roommate has no Joe All I right. don't
2: right. do you remember how many brothers and sisters you have
0: <laughs> uh six there, there let you go. Count. Let some, me count. I got them. There's seven of oh. us. Okay. So there's six or, or siblings eight. minus one. Well, I said there's seven of us, yep, so, so I don't five. count myself. Correct. So there's six siblings. Yeah. All of them who are champion eaters too. They, you know, they can they can stack a plate. Yeah. They also
1: all share one thing in common. Plate management. They love making fun of you. Mm Yes, they do. The family scapegoat.
2: And
0: many of them live uh, in situations where Grunhoffers in Hugo or Forest Lake would be nothing but a hop, skip, and a jump. Yes. And so I hope they get over there to get the bone-in steaks, bone-in prime rib, double-smoked hams, tenderloins, Fillet Mignon, cheesy (laughs) potatoes, tater tot hot dish, and gift boxes and gift certificates. If you're heading up north or you have family up north that you're going to be visiting for Christmas, uh, you could swing off Interstate 35E at Highway 97 in Forest Lake, go east a couple of hundred yards, and there's the newest Grunhoffers location right on Highway 97. And there you can not only load up for yourself— But for the family you're about to visit, you could bring gift boxes and gift certificates. Those would be available at both Grunhofer's locations. The original location, of course, is Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats on Highway 61, just north of downtown Hugo. And as I just mentioned, that new location on Highway 97 in Forest Lake. Bone-in steaks, bone-in prime rib, double smoked hams, tenderloins, filet mignon, Cheesy potatoes, tater tot, hot dish, potato salad, brats, meatloaves, you name it. Load up a gift box or buy gift certificates for the people you are going to be mooching off when you arrive at your destination. (laughs) Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats.
1: you can call them at 612-895-2440 for a free water analysis and estimate, or just check them out online at hoffermanwater.com, and please let them know that Garage Logic sent you.
0: This guy wears many hats, just not indoors. Joe Suchere. Let me preface this for you, Kitty. Go ahead and see if I'm... Uh, This is from the chief. Merry Christmas, Mayor and fellow Grinches. Our household is in full Christmas village mode, celebrating early last Saturday with my old man. In the background, you could hear Stephen C. accompanied by the GL Wives Choir as we gifted him with some gear from the GL pop-up shop and chill boys, not to mention a pair of choppers since he's from Florida and came ill-equipped. Even last night, we pulled out the grill to char up some dead cow from the Grunhoffers. On to the business of the day. I'm asking for a rule on the real mechanical value of time, RMVT. Yesterday, we had about two inches of snow in the driveway, so my old man, class of GL 1975, who did two years on the JV snow shoveling and sweeping team, cleaned up the edges while I quickly dispatched the fluff with the thrower from Fratelloni's. My question is this, does my use of the snow thrower with only two inches on the ground fall under the RMVT rule, or does this make me a pansy, according to the GL charter? Factors to consider are the snow quality, light and fluffy, length of the driveway, about 10 car lengths, and the fact that my thrower has started first pull for over 10 years due to its regular dosage of seafoam. That's a good letter. Mm -hmm. It's not the one I
2: would have used, but that's still a good letter. (laughs)
0: <laughs> what the hell does he mean why are you that? giving the chief the needle <laughs> let me give let me give the chief my ruling uh i, I think you're uh, it i didn't i did it by hand yesterday i had the same fluffy two inches but uh and if you're really looking for the real mechanical value of time hand space management would, would, would take more time than the snowblower. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: If if I was going to read a letter from a GLer about a snowblower in seafoam, I would have chose the one that we received from Lisa, our Yuper
0: friend. Oh, yeah. Uh,
2: we just read a letter from yeah. her a few days ago. Quick seafoam. Oh, and by the way, they got seven and a half inches of clean, fluffy snow yesterday, mm. practically calling to be snowmobiled on. Uh, here's her story. She's got a 30-year-old Sears Craftsman snowblower. It was running pretty rough on, on her first go-around this winter. She ran to O'Reilly's, bought a can of seafoam, gave it to the snowblower, and it's purring like a kitten, a very loud, happy kitten. And those uh, kind of stories, the one we got from Chief, the one we got from Lisa, the four other ones <laughs> I'm sitting on, thats that's just... Common uh, in the Midwest. That's what all the GLs are doing right now, firing up the snowblowers, giving them a few gulps of seafoam, and getting on with the space management at hand. Truly a wonderful product in a world of bad gas, seafoam.
0: Uh, Joe and his 8-year-old uh, son always listen to the show in Little Elm, Texas. And you'll recall Joe is the father of the precocious 8-year-old. Oh, yes, mm, yes, who yes, yes. knows yes. everything yep. about GL. And he writes, uh, Hail the Flashlight King. you! As usual, the eight-year-old and I were listening to the show at the kitchen table tonight. I almost fell out of my chair when you mispronounced filet mignon. It reminded me of what is probably the funniest thing I'd ever heard on the radio. I'm pretty sure it predates the eight-year-old by some time. If I remember correctly, you were talking about a local pizza place. You were talking about the available toppings and tried to say shiitake mushrooms, but it came out shit cake mushrooms. I might have the context wrong, but I remember it clear as day when it happened. I was driving on 694 and passing the White Bear exit heading west. I remember exactly where I was when the Challenger exploded, when 9-11 happened, and when you talked about the shiitake mushrooms. Keep pushing back, Joe, in Little Elm, Texas. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, hey I now. <laughs> Wait, I I don't remember that. Oh, how I, long ago was that? Yeah.
1: It was a while. It was, it was ago. a while ago. It was a while. Ago. Okay. Yeah. Maybe I was gone.
0: Chicago right. small business owners are coping with theft and destruction, while according to them, there is no collaborative effort from local leaders to crack down on rampant crime sweeping the city. Uh, when we as a small business are worried about constantly being robbed, we're very easy to break into, and we're not getting any response. BFF Bikes owner Gillian Forsyth told CBS Chicago on Monday, and I'm not blaming the police or anything. I'm sure they have a multitude of cases. There were five bike shops broken into in the space of two or three weeks. There doesn't seem to be a collaborative effort to solve this problem. And uh, she went on to say, he did. Forsyth's shop in the Bucktown neighborhood of Chicago was targeted by thieves twice over two weeks in broad daylight, Windows were left broken and surveillance video showed thieves wheeling expensive bikes away from the shop. The famous Willis Tower in Chicago, formerly known as the Sears Tower, on a hot summer day in Chicago. Oh, I I was reading a caption to a a photograph.
1: (laughs) 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 Whoops. <laughs> oh, what's the uh, what's the Ron Burgundy line? We can't play anymore, but we used to. <laughs> Who yeah. put the question mark? He'll put anything on it? there, you
0: put on here. He'll read it.
1: Oh my!
0: God. Oh. Uh, I, it, it, I was wondering how that fit into a
2: theft. Story. I, I, it Somebody suddenly dawned the... on me that
0: obviously it did not. Oh my God! Uh, five bikes were stolen. Okay. Coming out to about 15 grand and the cost to repair broken windows for the second time was a grand. Forsyth is far from alone. Chicago's continuing theft crimes are affecting businesses and restaurants across the city and owners continue to repeat similar demands. They want action from Chicago leadership. The mayor and Kim Fox, that's the district attorney, have to take a firm stand uh, it is wrong for someone to walk in, break into a place, and if they get caught, they let out. Joe Perillo, co-owner of Gold Coast Exotic Motor Car, said earlier this month. Remember that story? Yeah. Where they yeah. smashed and grabbed the, the $600,000 watches? Mayor Lori Lightfoot speaks uh, spoke to... Re- That's another caption to a photograph. Uh, his high-end exotic <laughs> car dealership was targeted by armed smash-and-grab looters on December 11th who stole watches worth millions of dollars in a matter of seconds. Uh, When I went on the news, I said enough is enough. Those two words resonated. The phone call started ringing in my dealership. My friends, relatives, people that I didn't even know, people that could get a hold of my number, and they were saying enough is enough. I never realized it has gotten to such a boiling point and no one stepping out to say something about it, uh, Perillo said on Fox & Friends earlier this month. He noted that he previously voted for Lightfoot but will no longer support her. Uh, and when Fox News reached out to Lightfoot's office with the business owners' concerns, their email response simply read, thanks for your message. That ain't going to do it. <laughs> yeah. That ain't yeah. going to do it. It's a, it's a real mess there. You remember so, the police uh, I, were threatening to close downtown. Right. I, don't believe that, yeah. I don't believe that was brought to fruition. Uh, but I, I imagine their presence is very significant downtown.
2: I was wondering why don't these shop owners just – have a loaded shotgun on hand and protect their business then i realize, oh wait a minute illinois uh, uh gun laws are the strictest there uh, so where the only people that have firearms are the criminals right
1: the people that shouldn't have them exactly
0: right, right i mean this is their biggest biggest month of the year on that gold coast yep and it's it's getting it's getting devastated the uh Despite the warnings, the crimes against businesses have only increased this year. Chicago police data show there has been a 20% increase in theft crimes in the city from January to December 19 of this year compared to the same time frame last year. Robbery crimes are about the same this year compared to last, sitting at 7,633 robberies of December 19th this year, while murders are up 5% so far this year compared to last, and criminal sexual assaults are up 29%. This can't continue. No, it cannot, Joe. You can't keep letting these people out. You think those people committing the robberies, that's their first offense? No. It's just like here. Do you think those kids that were uh, carjacked the uh, car at Lunds and Barley's at 50th in France, you think that was their first offense? No. No, of course not. Uh,. Smash-and-grab lootings which are currently plaguing California have also been reported in Chicago. Thieves allegedly threw a cinder block through a Canada Goose store early Thanksgiving morning and took merchandise. Thieves also targeted a footlocker, a North Face store, and cell phone store over Thanksgiving weekend.
1: You know your line about how we're, just, we're being poorly served? We're no longer even being protected by the people that are supposed to.
0: Get this. The crime spike in Chicago has also affected hotel occupancy. Occupancy dropped from seventy-four percent in 2019 to 26 percent this year. Yep. Whoa! Holy man. mackerel! Whoa. That's according Whoa. to the Chicago Tribune.
1: I actually know somebody that ran a hotel in downtown Minneapolis, Joe, mm-hmm. and had to find a new line of work about a year ago because of this same same thing. Because nobody nobody's staying downtowns anymore.
0: We hear it all the time from people who are visitors to our city, longtime hotelier. Bob Habib, CEO of Maverick Hotels and Restaurants, told the Chicago Tribune, they say we hear about all these murders and shootings and we're afraid. We're afraid to come there. Okay. It's something that uh, is affecting every industry in the city of Chicago. And the mayor is uh, uh, totally unequipped and so is Kim Fox. Uh, you're in trouble. But every, every city, the closer you get to the country's tallest buildings, is in trouble. Mm-hmm. Every single one, including here. So God bless us all as we head into another <laughs> peaceful Thanksgiving. Nope, no, no, uh, no. no. Oh, I I'm, know why you did that. I know. Polish. I know
1: exactly why you did that, and you have to
0: explain why. Uh, my buddy down the street and I—we text each other virtually every morning, uh, betting on when the papers will arrive. Because <laughs> because and explain they, why, because they're always late. I mean, and explain
1: why.
2: They're well, always he's,
0: late. He's
2: buying the rolling meat log at the gas station. Oh, That's yeah. Right?
0: I've caught the guy up at the SA having a roller dog, and I'm going, hey, <laughs> hey, where's my paper? It's still noon. He's having lunch. So he's a like, nice guy. I've gotten to know him, but he just, you know, I think he parties hard on Saturday nights or something. So I, gave, I give up on Sunday papers. I just <laughs> go and buy them every Sunday morning. And then, so uh, yesterday, or the day it snowed, that would have been Monday? Did it snow Uh, lightly Monday?
1: No, it was yesterday morning.
0: Okay, whatever. Yeah, it was yesterday morning. I I texted my guy and I said, we got no chance today. He could set a weekday record for lateness. And uh, and then, sure enough, the paper just arrived shortly after I sent that text. So uh, he does my house first and then two more before he gets to my buddy's house. Mm -hmm. And so about five minutes later, my buddy said, yeah, I walked outside to give him his Christmas gift. And he said, Thank you. Happy Thanksgiving. (laughs) See, that indicates a timing problem. He might have. Right. He thought it was Thanksgiving. He still thinks it's November. Right. Right.
1: That's fantastic. Wait, it's already the new year. Say what?
2: (laughs) This. I don't know if the GLers know this, but this timing and lack of timing, you have actually had to change your schedule. I remember a few weeks ago you had decided that you were going to watch the last the three-part piece of the Beatles documentary right. on either a Saturday or Sunday right. morning because you knew the paper wouldn't be there That's in right. time. Yeah. That's right. So yeah. I watched
0: it on Sunday. Yeah, It took, what, two and a half hours for episode yeah. three, and by the yeah. time it was done, I walked outside, and there were the papers. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> and, folks, he planned that two days in advance. Yes, oh, yeah, he I was he did. Ahead. With a <laughs> Post-it note I was right thinking there. ahead.
0: See, I've got some bad news for the Salvation Army. I got a note from Anne who uh, said her dad, uh, I know the brother of her dad, uh, has rung the bell for the Salvation Army for 20 years. Last weekend, while ringing, he had something happen that has never happened before. Remember the story of the Salvation Army wanting to add critical race theory training to their organization? Well, even though they apparently have put that on hold, people are still angry. Dad was confronted several times throughout the day about it. People said they would never give to them again. It is so sad because they do so much good. Bell ringers are also down. There wasn't anyone ringing when he got there at 10 a.m., and no one came when his shift ended. The woke people need to reconsider all this CRT crap. The general public wants nothing to do with it, and they are showing it with their wallets. Take care and Merry Christmas. I love the show, Anne. Isn't that something? Hmm. I've noticed a paucity of bell ringers. A paucity. That's a bleep down. That's word. Not Yeah, a I was just going to say that. That's to quote good, That's re- a useful uh, word? Eh, yeah, no, uh, it's not. Uh, no. You on. want me to say a lack?
3: Opacity. Yeah. yeah. Apo- opacity.
0: What did you just put what, in there, Reavers? Yeah, opacity. You in, Capacity? I, no, oh, I, o- I think. Opacity? I think that's I how they it pronounce,
2: pronounce it in Ireland.
0: P A U C I T Y. <laughs> P A U C I T Y. Opacity. P-a-u-c-i-t-y. See, that's why it's a bleep that no, word. No,
1: it's not. It's yeah, a useful it is. word. No, it's a bleep it. <laughs> yeah. The presence yeah. of something only in small or insufficient quantities or amounts. <laughs> Perfect word for what no, I just No, scarcity would have been a better Perfect. word. Joe, Perfect uh, word. to
2: be honest, we've been pretty uh, easy on you as of late. You've been trotting out the $3 <laughs> words more and more frequently. Mm. So if you could,
0: you know. Well, I, I have been admonished, too, by an emailer who says yes. I use the word terribly too often. You do? Yeah. I think I, I think he's right. I think I do. Yeah. So I'm watching myself. Well, well that not bother me until now. Yeah. <laughs> now
1: it will bother me. Yeah.
3: Well now I won't say it. I
1: have an idea. Uh instead of using terribly, just use the word like.
0: No, I don't use the word like. I know. You you not like you fourteen year old girls.
3: I think you're one of those uh coast elites, Joe, yeah. I am. Using yeah. these words to <laughs> yes. to get one over on <laughs> Why us. Why don't we come back with Johnny Heights? <laughs> oh, okay. Speaking
0: of a coastal elite. Whoa. <laughs> <Yeah>. Wow. <laughs>
1: on the rate of return that those bonds currently yield. So Josh begs of you, know what you own. And you'll hear from Mr. Money Talk later today here in Garage Logic to give you a specialized report on the goings-on in the market today. Trust is often overused, and it's even harder to find. Please, you can take it from me that you can trust Josh. So give him a call today for that free 48-minute financial consultation, and you do so by calling 952 952- 925-5608. Once again, that's 952-925-5608 for Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Truth,
2: Justice, and the Suture. Uh, it's a GL-only deal going right now this week at MapleGroveLockandSafe.com. Actually, I believe it's through the end of the year. We're going to get to that in a second. First, Liberty Safe, the best safe On the market, American-made, plenty of them around. Uh, So if you need to stop in and get a Liberty, you'll find that in stock. Um, uh, The Centurions, that's what I'm talking about, the Liberty Centurions. There's many different models of the Liberty Safe, Centurion being one of them. Plenty available uh, with accessories, also plenty of ammo cans on sale. Uh, The best-selling Liberty Safe, the Lincoln, also in-store. And the deal of the year, 12 months, same as cash uh, financing. That is amazing. And finally, here's the big sale. Last year's sale price sale on all current in-stock inventory through the end of the year. Uh, It's not on the website. It's not on radio stations, TV. You're not going to find it anywhere else but right here at GL. You've got to be a GLer. You can see the merchandise at maplegrovelockandsafe.com. But to get to these prices... Give Rich a call, or better yet, stop in, socialize a little bit, get off the couch, you shut in, say hi to him, uh, say that dumb hoople head on GL was talking about it, and uh, Viola, last year's prices. <laughs> Again, the address, 6901 East Fish Lake Road in Maple Grove, and the web address,
0: maplegrovelockandsafe.com. John, uh, I'll save this for, uh, Jeff Pedro wrote me this, I'll save it for Rook, but you were right about The canceling Christmas line is spoken by Santa in the Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. I thought we established that. Where rookie makes his mistake is that he uses the voice of the Charlie in the box That's from the it. from the That's, Island of yep. Misfit Toys when he says it. So glad I could help settle this issue. Now on to less important things like gas prices, inflation, and world peace. Good luck and merry Christmas, Jeff from Roseville. Here's John Heiting. I wonder room.
1: what caused Jeff to go. Now hold on. I'm going to it for you guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got it.
3: That's great, though. I love. Doesn't that.
2: it? It still, to me, sounds like Jimmy Stewart.
3: Well, that's because Rook, Rook does it in that voice. Santa does it like this in Rudolph. Yeah. We're going to can, cancel Christmas. What was
1: the Caliando line? You're doing someone. <laughs> we just don't know who.
3: <laughs> and, and like that letter said, Kenny, Rook does it like the kid, the Jack and the Bucks uh, kid. Uh, can you kid, find that?
0: So. Do you have that? <laughs> oh, Caliando and Rookie. There might be some listeners who haven't heard that, and it was just fantastic. That'll keep them busy a while. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You look for it, Reavers, and we'll go to Johnny Heights. You tell me when you got it. The news. Yeah.
3: Day three of jury deliberations in the trial of former Brooklyn Center police officer Kim Potter. The jury had asked Judge Regina Chu Tuesday how to proceed if they can't reach a verdict. Uh, She told them if you can do so without violating your individual judgment, you should decide the case for yourself, but only after you've discussed the case with your fellow jurors and have carefully considered their views. You should not hesitate to re-examine your views and change your opinions if you become convinced they are erroneous then told jurors to continue. Jurors also asked if the zip ties could be removed from Potter's gun, which was tied to an evidence box. The judge did allow that and told jury members a deputy would remove the ties and after they were done with the gun, it would be returned to the deputy to be zip tied again to the box. She added the gun wouldn't be loaded and would be fully secure. Potter charged with manslaughter and Dante Wright's April 11th death that came after a traffic stop. Potter has said she meant to use her taser before beginning deliberations on Wednesday. Uh, jurors had been discussing the case for about 15 hours so far
2: what do you suppose this means joe do you think this uh, means they're trending towards not guilty or one of the lesser charges i think
0: they're trending towards one of the lesser charges but you know what do i know
2: yeah it was it's a fascinating piece in today's star tribune i don't know that. know yeah
3: bit of a mysterious story from Brooklyn Park, where police responded to a call of a wounded man who said he escaped a home where he had been beaten and imprisoned for more than a day. The victim had his hands tied behind his back when he fled a home in the 6600 block of Ronald Place around 3.20 in the afternoon on Tuesday. Police said he was bleeding after, in their words, being beaten pretty badly and was taken to the ER for treatment. Officers said the victim thinks he was held for between 24 and 36 hours. A SWAT team then executed a search warrant at the nearby residence. Police said no one was inside at the home at the time of the warrant was served. No arrests were made. Officers say they found evidence the victim was held captive. The investigation is ongoing.
2: Well, that's not Gosh. enough information. That's
3: uh that's a, all we got. A very provocative story. Very uh, yeah. How old was he? Does it say? Uh, it didn't say. Uh, he was not identified. So interesting. Wow. Yeah. National Weather Service confirming 16 tornadoes touched down in Minnesota during last Wednesday's storms that brought damage to a large swath of the southern and southeastern parts of the state. That number uh, could also still rise as crews continue to survey the damage left from that outbreak, according to the National Weather Service. Uh, Minnesota had never had a tornado in December, so when the first touched down at 6.56 p.m. southwest of Alden in Freeborn County, it launched the city into the state record books. Another tornado touched down to the north of town a few minutes later, followed by more across Freeborn, Mauer, Houston, Wabasha, Fillmore, and Winona counties. St. Paul police are looking for the driver in a fatal hit-and-run pedestrian crash Monday night. The victim, a 34-year-old woman, died after being taken to Regions Hospital for significant head trauma. Police said the crash happened at the intersection of 3rd Street East and White Bear Avenue about 8.30 in the evening. Paramedics had already taken the victim to the hospital by the time officers got there. The suspect's vehicle nowhere to be found. Officers recovered bits and pieces that appeared to come from a vehicle headlight during the investigation. U.S. economy grew at a 2.3% rate in the third quarter, slightly better than previously thought, according to the Commerce Department. But prospects for a solid rebound going forward are being clouded, they said Wednesday morning, by the rapid spread of the latest variant of the coronavirus. The third and final look at the performance of the gross domestic product, the nation's total output of goods and services, was higher than last month's estimate of 2.1% growth. Uh, Meanwhile, Target, based here, of course, in the Twin Cities, an early winter in the U.S. holiday shopping season. The uh, retailer ch- retailing chain increased sales about 10 percent in November, according to Bloomberg's second measure, which analyzes U.S. consumer transactions to measure revenue. Target's gains doubled the rate of top rivals Walmart and Amazon. Experts say December could be a different story, though, with the Omicron variant. And you, whoops.
1: I got to turn this on, and you will get more information later on in the show from Mr. Money Talk about that ah. very thing. Uh, right. I did find it. You
4: want to hear a little bit of it? Sure. Underneath the Super Bowl, you know, he's driving by in a golf cart in here. Hey, Frank. Which so sounds like, hey, Frank, but I realized it was like, beep, beep, like the road bump on it. like uh, an, uh, an Ace Hardware anvil came dropping <laughs> right. down on it. Are <laughs> <laughs> you just going to do a little shaggy? Uh, not not in not in front of you, because you're the king. No, no, no. Let's no, hear, no, the Morgan, no. hear the Morgan Let's Freeman. I want to hear the Morgan Freeman. Let's see. You have the okay. Morgan Freeman. Here we go. Hello, Mr. Kelly. And this is Morgan Freeman. Okay. I was incarcerated in, Sh- in Shawshank prison for many years, and then I finally was out, out on the parole, and I escaped to see Neho. How about that? Well, I'd have to say that was pretty decent. Oh I my think God. that I can do a little bit better.
0: I should too. Wow. Holy mackerel. Damn Look. I, Damn it.
4: I, let me try it again. <laughs> that's why Frank Caliendo and six of his friends were on their way to the Super Bowl. <laughs> that's oh, there's I'm, a new wrinkle here. That's where they found happiness. Okay. Well, so what he's doing, I'm doing the Morgan Freeman from Shawshank. He's doing the Morgan Freeman visa
5: ads. No. So there's, no, a, there's, there's a no, timber no, difference. No, no. There's a timber difference. Timber yes.
4: difference. Well, there's a little bit in there, Sonny. I'm <laughs> <laughs> not sure what it is right now, but I do know that his voice is something that I've worked on extensively. Now How doesn't it?
2: doesn't Morgan smoke a little weed? I wonder what he sounds like after he's been on the bong <laughs> for a while.
4: Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> Ready to take on the universe. Rock, I had
0: money on you. Well, let me tell you, I, I don't think the... you should
4: I don't think you're gonna have to pay it out yet. Because I am gonna ask him a question that was a no, pretty no. good Walter to Cronkite. <laughs> that, <laughs> and that's yeah. the way it is. I'm going to ask you a question that only a Morgan Freeman would really know. Of. Okay. That would be what was one of my roles on the show Electric Company? I was Speed Reader. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <again>. All right. <laughs> a, he let's got see, me again. Let's see how good you are. Rook. All right. Now sing the school song. <laughs> what are you in the bathroom smoking cracks, Sonny? Now sing it. the school song. Come on, Sonny. That was from. They some someone to call me crazy Joe but now they can call me Batman now they call me the Batman <laughs> I guess I only have one tone. I need to go back to school. I've been schooled once again by Frank Kelly and You're Hull, doing Mr. a great Morgan voice. It's just not Morgan Freeman. I don't Freeman. know. <laughs> I don't, uh, who is it, I don't know. It's We've God. been buying Morgan
0: Freeman all these years and he's telling you it's not Morgan there's Freeman. There's something, but that
4: there's somebody that, that somebody I know that's a terrible thing to hear, but you nailed
0: somebody else. That is
4: constructive criticism and I think I I think I know who it is. Come on, do a little dissident. It's me. It's the body. I And I, it and I knew you were trying to you were trying to lure me out. Caliendo, you know, I don't even know what your deal is, but I'm here. That uh, is so good. Uh, you know, finally I get, I get a C plus from Caliendo. No, that, that one, that one, it that's an A plus plus. I guess and, I'm stick with that. I'll tell you what, also, Mr. Ventura. Yeah. Do you I what did, now? I hear a conspiracy. Yeah. You know, do you ever watch True TV? I'm on TV now. I'm off the grid. Uh, I'm off the grid, but I'm on True TV. If you ever have like a uh, uh, in, conspiracy <laughs> uh, someone's doing the wrong Morgan Freeman and he gets shot.
0: <laughs> he got Not a out
1: of Frank. Oh, he so, did. Yeah. And you know what? I, I don't know if you guys remember oh. that at all, but when I was sitting next to Rook, he was so bleeping nervous. Yep. Oh, when yeah. you
0: yeah.
2: basically
1: threw it to him. Right.
2: And he, yeah. The, uh.
0: yeah. That's why he stumbled a little bit. Yeah, there. Right. Did you guys so, see yeah. him
2: on uh, TV the last two I, 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 did. Still here. I
0: did. I think he's a natural and I think he should be the new guest uh what do you call it the guest the uh oh, the new co-host. second host the co-host hey of twin cities live G-E-L-ers. did he wait oh. wait a second chris Sorry. did he bust out jesse did no did he? he didn't oh. my only fear is that he wasn't rookie enough he was too professional well far more professional <laughs> than he's ever been on the radio correct correct or the podcast or the podcast we right. saw a rookie who's an absolute professional
1: GLers, email Twin Cities Live and tell Are them how much you me? love Rookie. Oh, God, don't do that to the, that crew. Uh. <laughs> In
3: other news. And also tell w- them how much you hate me, Kenny, and Height. Yeah, yeah that's okay. I, yeah. Go that's, ahead. You, that. that's usual. We're used to that. <laughs> nearly $100 billion with a B dollars at minimum has been stolen from COVID-19 relief programs set up to help businesses and people <laughs> who shocked? lost their jobs due to the wow. pandemic, wow. according to the U.S. Secret Service. An estimate based on Secret Service cases and data from the Labor Department and the Small Business Administration said Roy Dotson, the agency's National Pandemic Fraud Recovery Coordinator, the Secret Service didn't include COVID-19 fraud cases prosecuted by the Justice Department, while well, roughly 3% of the 34 trillion dollars dispersed the amount stolen from pandemic benefits program shows the sheer size of the pot is enticing to criminals according to Dotson. joe what was
1: your line earlier in the program uh the government can't buy a wrench or what was your line yeah something like that is this just another example of yeah, how- <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah.
0: And the one thing that keeps me from believing in some worldwide coup conspiracy is that the government can't even buy a wrench? How in the hell are they gonna pull that together? Well, look yeah. what you, this case. I mean, are you kidding me? Yeah. They lost a billion. billion
3: dollars. I spent thirty-eight minutes on hold yesterday with the Social Security Administration. Oh my god. Oh, oh. I finally oh. just put the speaker on and just started wandering around no, the house.
1: Try to try to get a hold of the IRS. I was launch. just gonna say the same thing, Kenny. It's no, a, no, it's a joke.
2: Yeah, and if you don't get a hold of them, they'll take your house away. Even though you tried to get a hold of them. (laughs)
3: Right. From the Star Tribune, a Hennepin County District judge uh, Tuesday sentenced a 39-year-old Zimmerman man to three years probation for attacking a Minnesota state trooper in January. Matthew William Cleave pleaded guilty to fourth-degree aggravated assault of a peace officer and attempting to disarm a peace officer, both felonies. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Did you just Uh say... Did you just say probation? Yep. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It, it it's, gets it's It gets even better. And it's, you know, yeah. it gets worse. It gets a whole well, lot It gets worse, yeah, not yeah. Better. better. Better choice of oh, words. Dear God. Uh, his 366-day jail sentence is stayed, meaning he won't have to serve any time unless he violates that probation. He also must abstain from drug and alcohol use, submit to random testing, and attend a DWI impact panel. Now, this all happened January 3rd of last, uh, well, no, it would still be this year, wouldn't it? January 3rd of 2021, when a motorist following Cleve's Honda reported seeing the vehicle veer across the road, hit a retaining wall on Highway 252 in Brooklyn Center. State trooper responded to the crash, found Cleve walking away, told him to stop, but Cleve ignored request to stop. When the trooper tried to detain him, Cleve punched him in the face, pinned him down, tried to grab the trooper's handgun. Another motorist who had stopped to make sure Cleve was okay and waited for authorities pulled Cleve off the trooper that's, and helped to restrain him.
2: That's an interesting little thing there, and I had to read that paragraph a couple of times, John. The motorist stopped, assuming that the trooper was up to shenanigans, uh, he stopped to make sure Cleve was okay and yeah. then ended up helping
3: the trooper because Cleve is insane.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Well, I, th- I think, Kenny, he stopped to make sure Cleve was okay after the crash. The authorities weren't there yet, if you continue reading. Oh, okay. So the, there was a crash. The oh, guy so I misinterpreted that. Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. glad you corrected me on that. Okay. yeah. yeah. Uh, now the trooper was treated for minor injuries now here's the deal in the story uh, C- Chris you said only probation right yeah. well uh, Cleve whose license at the time was revoked had three previous DWIs and a felony conviction for assault what, but what the hell a, is going on you don't have to serve any time that's what? a behavioral need that's not a
0: crime What?
2: Well, I've seen a way uh, that this has changed troopers behaviors um, we've Frequently, and I don't understand why. It's always in the area of, and I mean always in the area of Highway 36 and 35E. Once a week, we have a pedestrian out on the freeway. And a lot of times, a trooper will pull up, and you know, their goal is to get them off the freeway. It's not to arrest them, it's just to make sure they're safely off the freeway. And some of these guys won't approach the trooper, they'll just keep on walking. Trooper stays in their vehicle and follows them. They 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 don't go up and an approach. They're called EDPs, emotionally disturbed people. They put their lights on and oh yeah, yeah. They, behind them. Yep, and, they run interference. Yeah. They provide lights, but um, if the guy oh. isn't going to actually come up and approach and talk to the trooper, they stay in their vehicle and just escort Can them
1: off the road. him. Can no, you blame them? No, no, not no, at no, all. No, 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 Absolutely no. no. And Kenny, I, I don't. Was it you that was telling me this, or maybe it was somebody else? That I one thing I've noticed too, because I put on a, a, a lot more miles than you guys do. The the, the the trooper inspection spot where that new uh, bus stop is on 35 going southbound 46th oh, Street Transit yes, Center they yeah. always sit there to monitor the carpool lane that make, yep. I saw a guy, he had to have been going 80 miles an hour in the left lane and he wasn't pulled over and thinking, yeah, I don't, I don't know the reason for that. But, but I guess I, I remember hearing somebody say they they aren't pulling as many people over anymore to avoid situations, just like the story John was reading. Um, thought, if you
2: if you ask them, they say the speed limit is fifty five, and we enforce the speed limit. Correct. That's the official their yeah. official mantra. So I I can't explain why that gotcha. would have happened. Okay, he it could have been doing to, paperwork, Chris. That's
3: true too. Yeah, you're right. A story you referenced earlier, Joe. Uh, you know, I'm of the opinion everyone should get vaccinated and get their boosters, but I'm going to draw a line on this one. A Swedish company is creating a microchip that could be presented as a way to confirm you have your COVID-19 vaccine. Ah, uh, my Swedes. <laughs> Look the microchip technology startup called Epicenter is creating a microchip that will be implanted under your skin nope. and would would rely on what's called a near field communication or an NFC to send data regarding one's vac status. Nope. Cool. According to a South China Morning Post tweet, the chip is implanted into your arm. It can verify your vaccination status when placed next to an NFC. The vaccine microchip suggested access NFC, such as those on smartphones, to show proof of vaccination. And the microchip is the size of a grain of rice. No. Be embedded no, under no. your skin no. between their pointer okay. finger and thumb and the other part of the story that was a, a little frightening they said eventually they could use these chips for other uh things eventually
2: we're going to have to we're going to have to venture into the uh tin foil hat conspiracy <laughs> theory mm-hmm. alley because this John even you admit
0: I'm, getting, all, I'm getting closer Kenny tough. to wanting to go
2: there this has gone way too far, John, even Who you admit that. well in God's well, that name story is, would yeah, be definitely.
1: okay with that? Do you guys know anyone that would be okay with this? Yeah, yeah That's the, just the
3: problem, I yes. Think. Sure yes. I do. Oh, Boy, that would be... <laughs> oh,
1: Chris. you're in trouble now. <laughs>
3: I think it'd be beeping
0: all the way to Alabama. Oh! <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay, then. Uh, moving right along. Quickly, know that, that would be a good quickly. conversation starter sure.
0: quickly, What's John. That I How about that, I
3: jump, don't. Huh? Uh, I don't know. Next don't story, know. John. You got to keep moving. Like <laughs> Such says, keep moving. I don't know if we can believe this one, but oh, uh, China's God. oldest person, who is also claimed to be the oldest person ever, has died. At the age of 135 in her local township.
0: You know who's worried now? hmm The guy was
3: 134. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> All right, this is going to be a tough paragraph. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Alamihan Saidi from Kamulirox in Shul County in northwestern Xinjiang Uyghur Autonomous Region died on 16th of December. Made it. 1886. Nobody. That's correct. June 25th, 1886, according to the county's publicity oh, department. BS. Was her birth. It's a commie's making this stuff up. She married in two, or 1903, excuse me, when Is she was 17. Is this a gal who never had
0: a happy day in her life? I no, was a no, Russian no, no, gal. No. Yeah, and she was, I think,
3: 123. Yeah. if I remember, right? She married in 1903 when she was 17, adopted a son and daughter with her husband. Her husband passed away in 1976. Uh, She has 43 grandchildren and great grandchildren, or had. The China Association of Gerontology and Geriatrics reported she was the country's oldest living citizen. Till her death last week, she reportedly led a simple life and enjoyed her daily routine of always eating on time, helping to look after her great grandchildren, and sunbathing in the garden. Although the Chinese Gross. government... That's a bad cartoon, Gross! <laughs> it really is. Whoa.
2: <laughs> Holy mackerel. <laughs> Isn't there a movie or a book called Raisin in the
0: Sun? Come on, on? lady. Put something on. <laughs> uh, we better go get in the a, house. Gra- Mom's out gra- in the backyard
2: again. Get grandma <laughs> Wool <Whoa>, Blanket. <boy, laughs> oh, come God. on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: Although the uh, Chinese government claimed she was 135 years old, her age was never internationally you verified. You can't believe the Chinese government? No. Guinness World Records confirmed it had never been asked to verify there, her age yeah, independently right uh, Jean, uh, Jean Calment from France who died in 1997 aged 122 is still listed as the person who's lived the longest here on the earth doesn't god. that babe's
0: picture hang up in the uh crabby coffee yeah shop? and i the was one wrong. who's never been happy a day
2: in her life she went down at 129 yeah, and every day was misery <laughs> Yep, uh, punishment from god is yeah. what she said yep.
3: Punishment <laughs> from god every yep. day i live yep. a florida man denying ownership of baggies containing cocaine and methamphetamines that cops found uh Wrapped around his uh, swimsuit area huh. during a search last week. Wrapped Investi- around it? Wrapped around it. That's correct, Kenny. Investigators say 34-year-old Patrick Jeez. Florence was a passenger in a vehicle stopped at 4 a.m., the vehicle traveling without headlights or taillights on a Clearwater roadway. <laughs>
1: Boy, I love these guys. That's not man. a tip-off by any I means. I love
3: these
0: guys. <laughs> oh, Speaking God. of that, get
1: this. Check it on out.
0: Yesterday in in the dark... I'm being followed by someone who doesn't have their lights on. Okay. Yeah, So I'm good. waving my hand. I'm oh, pointing. That's, at, oh, that's, that's not, yeah. not good no, Doing everything, no, and finally we're together in a red yesterday? light. Uh, finally we're together in a red light, and I motioned him to roll his window down, and I said, your lights aren't on. And he went, oh, Okay. How about a thank you? Yeah. How about you minding your own oh, business? Yeah. How, you how about you? You your
1: didn't kick. shoot you, yeah. No, my Tell theory. them your story, no. Reavers. No. Tell yeah. them your story. Well, Joe, I, I actually side with the boys. Don't don't do that. You're going to get oh, but shot. Somebody
0: could hit someone innocently.
2: Oh, no, Reavers, you got a story. You were rolling down un- Same university. Thing.
1: I was on university leaving here. It was I don't know five thirty six whatever. When it was dark out, and there was a a kid, young younger guy, next to me. And I just pointed. I didn't say anything, and he rolled his window down. And I said, "Hey, bud, your your I think it was his brake light. Well, your one brake light is is out." Yeah. And he told me to bleep off. Really. And I thought, okay, I was just trying to help. <laughs> that. Yeah. that um, but Kenny's a hundred percent right. That used to be a public service
3: because oh, yeah. that's yep. an
2: equipment violation. That gets you pulled over, and you're gonna you know you're gonna be drunker than the Hennepin County Sheriff when you get pulled over. Next thing you know, you're in jail.
1: Yep. If if I'm you know if I'm in a smaller community you can probably get away with it Joe but not in the
3: city Kenny's one hundred percent right
0: okay I thought I was doing no I saying. know you
3: you no, were you were but you can't anymore you, you were if it was nineteen seventy eight. Okay. Yes. <laughs> uh, the other thing that's bugging me about lights, here, let me sound like an old man for a minute. Here, sure, okay? get off please my do. lawn. There's a lot of really weird, bright headlights over there. Yes, all of a there
0: are. What Every the time I give the them the deal? flash, it turns out they are on their high beams. Exactly.
3: Yeah. They, uh, yeah. Okay, good. I thought it was just. Car me, lighting
0: has improved me. tremendously. Yeah, oh, but now you I should. can't see. Yeah. Thanks. yeah. You ought to hear the roommate.
2: Oh, my God. That might be her number one pet peeve in the whole wide world. Oh, she man. won't shut up about
1: it. Just my, my other favorite thing is, hell. and this also happened yesterday when I was driving here. The people that think it's completely okay when the visibility is a bit of an issue to drive with their brights on. No, but you don't. No. You don't get to do that.
5: No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I can't uh, see say... back
3: to the back to the fellow with the uh, package on his package, if you will. Oh, sure, hey. uh, Darius Owens. Darius Owens, 27. Uh, When they searched his vehicle, now again, Kenny, you always say these these folks need a uh, class. Yeah, carrying drugs around. He didn't have his lights on, right? He also had a handgun under his seat. Yeah. So that led to an arrest on a pair of felony weapons charges. He denied ownership of the 38 Special. He uh, reported uh, the cops reported who noted the ex-con's rap sheet includes dozens of felony convictions, which barred him from possessing any firearms. But where was he? Out. He was out at four in the morning. The yeah. Gumption County Institute Driving for the drunk. Criminally
2: Incompetent mm-hmm. couldn't help him. Mm-hmm. Well, how about the guy that was pulled over by patrol by Fergus Falls? He was picked up a load of uh, firearms. The guy's from Canada.
3: Yeah. Picked up that. a
2: load of firearms from a straw buyer in, uh, I don't know, Florida or something. He's doing close to 100, smoking a bowl. Uh, <laughs> he's got a car full of weed and a car full of firearms. Thank God that trooper pulled him over. The guy's in
0: jail now. Well, the, not uh, for long, Kenny. Yeah. The, the,
3: the last part of this story is he denied that the drugs wrapped around his swimsuit area belonged we're, to him. Yeah, were him. I don't know how they got yeah, there. So, yeah, but think know. about
2: that area. I mean, that must be, you know,
1: uh, I don't know, record setting.
2: Predigious. Well, it probably
0: required some duct tape. Mm. The size of my arm. I, don't know. I believe he had a tattoo. In,
1: uh, it was, uh, what was it called? It was, oh, welcome to Jamaica. Have a nice day. <laughs> Right,
0: I think that's what it was. I think so. On it? Wow. Can yeah. we can we move on, um, John? Yeah, sure. You got to read sure. the room, John. And these two idiots are starting to fall apart.
3: Starting to. In Ohio, a fella stole, I thought I made it clear I had fallen apart before the show started. Before the show even started.
2: I thought I made he made <laughs> and he was falling clear. I thought you knew that.
3: In Ohio, a guy stole a whole bridge. What? Investi- oh. Investigators discovered the missing 58-foot bridge partially disassembled on property in Sharon Township in Medina County. Police have arrested a man, charged him with felony theft in the case. Uh, the bridge had been taken down previously as part of a wetlands restoration project, and it had been stored on Middlebury Run Park property. Uh, but the city found on November 3rd someone took the bridge's deck boards and then came back by uh, November 11th and took the metal frame. Uh, This would have been hard not to notice. The metal frame is 58 feet long, 10 feet wide, and has six feet high sides.
0: That's tough to get away with in the 48-hour rule. No kidding. (laughs) (laughs) That bridge has been here forever. Yeah, what are you talking about? Bridge has been here since May.
3: Investigators acted on tips and got a search warrant to search the property. David Bramley, 63, was charged with felony theft, according to Akron police and court records. Detectives said they found Bramley, who had worked in the Akron area, paid a trucking company for crane service. The company picked the whole thing up for him and took it to his home in Medina County. The bridge is expected to be shipped back to Akron, Ohio, over the span of the next few upcoming days, according to police one more here let me let me let me uh, let me go up here horribly uh... yeah yeah i know i i I skipped a couple stories and then read to the end and shouldn't have done that but uh, are you done well i can be or i can read this one if you want yeah uh former president trump uh says it's tough for him to criticize president joe biden you know why Hmm. because biden complimented the Trump administration's success in developing COVID-19 vaccines. Biden said Tuesday, thanks to the prior administration and our scientific community, America is one of the first countries to get the vaccine. Well, a few hours after that, Trump went on Fox News and said he was very appreciative of Biden's acknowledgement and that it was difficult to criticize the president in the wake of those remarks. Trump saying it's a little tough to be overly critical now because he just thanked me. You know, that's a first, so it's very tough for me to be overly critical. Trump said he was surprised that Biden praised his administration. He said, I think it was a terrific thing, and I think it makes a lot of people happy. Uh, you know, it has to be a process of healing in this country, Trump added, and that will help I, a lot. I
1: didn't know you were going to do the story, but I actually have that audio, John.
5: Question Why because, wouldn't you answer that because question? Because the question is. The question is the, radical is radical the question is. the question
1: is. The radical left. Would you shut up? <laughs> shut up, man.
2: Wow. <laughs>
0: Wow. Say, I'm solving all your Christmas needs, and all you got to do is keep <laughs> running up and down Highway 61. This time, you're going to stop at EcoFun Motorsports in downtown Forest Lake. Great, great Christmas sale update. $200 off all in-stock Bintelli e-bikes. $300 off all Yamaha electric bikes. Youth ATV starting at $10.99. Bintelli scooters, you gas them up, you cheat the man at the pump, you turn every urban errand into an adventure. Your choice of three different models on sale for only $12.99 each. All Yamaha clothing and hats, 10% off and full snowmobile servicing if you need to get your uh, sled ready to go this winter. And it's worth checking them. Uh, But as of my latest communication with Tim at Ecofund, they're still accepting winter storage units. For those who waited, that's where my bike is. Heated storage, they tend to them all winter. Uh, they tender the batteries and then the tune up an oil change in the spring and they have a great pickup and delivery service. Uh, it's a wonderful, wonderful place to get your uh, Christmas supplies at EcoFun Motorsports in downtown Forest Lake.
1: Egan and please let them know that you heard about him on the garage logic podcast
0: here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores sifting through the nuts and
2: bolts of life Joe Susha okay here's the deal about these shout outs we don't do on GL a lot of people don't realize this Uh, we will do a shout out if you pay us and that's what we're doing right now for Aim High Construction. That's <laughs> fair. Yeah, Aim Construction MN dot com. We haven't talked about them in a long time, but I actually wanted to get this shout out before the end of the year. Um, GLers, you guys know everything there is to know about them. If you've been listening for a while, they do it all: roofing, siding, decking, remodels, restoration, brand new construction. Doesn't matter. They can help you with design consultation if you're thinking kitchen, bath, basement, whatever. Full service. Obsessed with quality craftsmanship and honest service. The thing you know, they're booked solid. And I know you're thinking about other times, uh, other things. Excuse me, but now is the time to be thinking about that project that you might want to do later this winter or in spring or even next summer. Now is the time to get a hold of Chris. He's the owner and he's a big time Geller. Get a hold of him at aimhighconstructionmn.com. Get the dialogue going. Get on the list so you can get your project done. I promise you won't be disappointed with these guys. They really, really did a number on our house in Minneapolis before we moved out of there. They uh, forced that appreciation up nicely. I love these guys. aimhighconstructionmn.com.
0: Americana or no? I need a ruling. Okay. Okay. While driving through my neighborhood the other day, I saw something that might be a piece of Americana or at least a ray of hope. On the sidewalk next to a neighbor's house is a wooden ramp that I can only assume is a bike jump. It is well built, suggesting maybe Dad had a hand in it. In these days of hyper safety, thanks to the likes of Morgan Q. E. Wolf Slattery, This is definitely a throwback to a better age when kids were allowed to have fun at the expense of life and limb. (laughs) (laughs) So the question is, would this be considered Americana? Love the show, Richard. Yes, of course it is, I think. Mm -hmm. He sent a picture of it. It's a nicely built ramp. It could be for skateboards or taking it well, up he jumps.
2: is Speaking of that, so is the backyard ice rink. That's
0: Americana. Oh my word, yes.
2: And I thought about you in Americana last Friday at ten PM when I was picking up Dummies One uh and two at Hector International in Fargo. A piece of Americana is grandkids, little kids Running up to their grandparents. They just got off a plane. Mm-hmm. Little kids are running up to their grandparents, open arm and hugging grandma and grandpa as hard as they can. I thought it, it almost brought a tear to my eye. I witnessed that scene over and over again last Friday. That's night. Cool. It was cool. And then yeah.
0: they stop and yell, Where's your mask? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Get in the car. Why are you wearing shorts? Come on, let's go home. <laughs> Two pieces of Americana. Yesterday I saw five kids playing hockey. On a frozen pond on the Highland Golf Course. Oh, Perfect. Cool. It was wonderful. Perfect. And then another piece of Americana, I try to hear it every winter. I haven't heard it yet, and I will, is when you're out for a walk and yes. you hear kids, uh, and you can hear the sound of a puck off yes. the boards in a backyard. Yep. That was That's the a piece of Americana.
2: Best thing about our place in South Minneapolis. Oh. We lived
0: right across the street from a park. Yep. One was so... Uh, pronounced that I trespassed and figured out how to get back there and look. God. And these kids had a beautiful rink and oh, their dad no. had hung up spotlights from the deck shining down on cool. it. it Another one of those Joe Sushari <laughs> stories. I gotta see what this is all about. Climbing over shrubs and trying to get back there. Wandering into Garrison's garage. I didn't do that. I never did that. Only because they come to us. All the way from Marloth Park in Mpumalanga, South Africa, from our friends, the Traveling Limans, to whom we wish Merry Christmas. Even though we have two more days of shows this week, correct? Uh, man, we didn't do anything on this date.
1: Really? On this date, December twenty second, which we found out earlier, is a
0: palindrome. Twelve twenty two twenty one. <laughs> on this day in eighteen fifty eight, the Reverend Edward D. Neal officiates. At the dedication of the first house of hope presbyterian church a chapel that stood on walnut street between oak and pleasant streets in saint paul the cro- the congregation would move in 1869 to a church at fifth and exchange streets and then in 1914 to summit avenue where it is to this day nice mm-hmm. yeah. house of hope thank you Ellers. wait that that was literally it? That's it for today. <laughs> Yikes. So, Chris, yes, sir. frontwards or backwards? One, two, see? two, two, yep. two, one. It's it. 12, 22, 21. Where's, what's the palindrome part?
2: You spell it the same, forwards do, do and backwards.
0: backwards. Oh. Yeah. oh, I get it, yeah. <laughs> I, see. Uh-huh. Oh, I see. Oh, I see.
1: Uh-huh. You got there, see, eventually. <laughs> I got it. I got it. Uh, GLers, do us a favor and uh, spread some holiday cheer by going on over to the Garage Logic YouTube page and hitting that subscribe button for us. And you can join the thousands of GLers that have already hit the subscribe button. Also, don't forget to find us on all of our social media platforms, the Twitter, Facebook, Insta. It's all available for you. And then also the PodMN app is available for your smart device. And we will see you tomorrow. It is that time once again in Garage Logic where we pick up that phone and we make the call to Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold GLRs. That's exactly what you should do today for that free 48-minute financial consultation. And you do so just like I did by calling 952-925-5608. When you call that number, you get Mr. Money Talk directly. And you also get straight talk, you're never gonna get sugar-coated advice. And Josh is on the line with us once again here in Garage Logic. And Josh, today you would like to discuss shoes and chips.
5: My father always said, Chris, look at the shoes of a man and you'll be able to tell his success. Nike is the shoe company, Micron, the chip company, and both of them were heavily responsible for a big turnaround Tuesday yesterday. And both could be responsible for next rally going into the new year, the Santa Claus rally. Yes, we still have plenty of worries and concerns in the marketplace from the new covid variant omicron and how much testing and how the omicron is going to affect the economy going forward the fed did mention that in their their conference call last week that the omicron variant or any other future variants of the covid virus could pose a risk to the economy going forward indeed many market prognosticators and strategists are worried that with this, these new variants coming along would that mean that the fed is wrong in and projecting a rise in short-term interest rates and aggressively cutting back on their bond buying. That's something to wait for going forward. But I still feel of the belief that inflation is more transitory, at least when it comes to commodity pricing. I'll still follow the Fed with their calls on inflation, as Jay Powell has been very, very good in his monetary policy to keep the economy humming and provide money available for, for, we'll say, hope for continued growth in the economy, though the growth could still slow with Omicron. That said, Nike continued to surprise on the upside as sales in North America continued to be very strong as they did in emerging markets. China sales were a little bit weaker than expected and Nike said they're working through their supply chain problems. They also pointed out that their direct-to-consumer sales, which are primarily digital, have been on the increase. Nike bounced off a low and is still approaching a recent high. Nike's move has helped out uh, yesterday Dick Sporting Goods Academy Sports and other athletic shoe companies including On, Wolverine Worldwide, Skechers as well. And the chip side, and that's not Frito-Lay, that's Micron Semiconductor. That was a big surprise. Micron, a memory chip manufacturer, showed that their supply chain issues were being fixed. They beat the numbers, top line, bottom line, and projected an increase going into the next quarter. Micron has shown that its ability to expand into other areas with memory chips, and the demand for memory chips is only going to grow. Micron stock typically has been very volatile and makes it a good trading sardine. But for those who want to buy and hold and can deal with some of the volatility, Micron could be a ticket. The other chip companies, whether it be NVIDIA, which continues to get upgrades, advanced micro devices, applied materials, which is a manufacturer, also moved up. I do believe that technology-related technology companies, even with worries about the Fed, worries about inflation and interest rates, but technology-related companies will still lead going into 2022 and should command a significant part of your portfolio.
1: Very good, Mr. Money Talk. You heard him, GLers. Pick up that phone and make that call today for that free 48-minute financial consultation by calling 952-925-5608. Straight talk. You're never going to get sugar-coated advice. Josh, as always, thank you so much for the time and the chat. Have a great day. and We'll talk to you again tomorrow.
0: You got it. Thanks, Chris. Investment Advisor Services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a registered advisor in the state of Minnesota. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk.